This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I just found out my married son had an affair and the woman may be pregnant. I breastfed all my children at the same time. I also breastfed my husband. What? what? And then all of a sudden a thought creeps into my head. What if I teleport to the roof? Not you guys want to talk about boobs for a quick second? So ladies and gentlemen, the very, very first time in this studio, we have looking at me right now, Marquesa Scalia. Marky. Say hi. Marky. Okay. We're going to move on. I am not friend of. I am not housewife, maybe. I am housewife. I just don't see a reason for me to listen to your podcast. Okay, all right. Okay. <laughs> um, needless to say, we wind up having sex. Whoa! Whoa! Meg! I think my life without television would have been drastically different. Sex in a car is probably something you're not that great at. I was great at that, actually. Huh? Rich Wachili is not hairy. I will say this. No one gets more unsolicited drinks thrown at them than now. Lauren Scalia is my Venmo if you guys want to send me some money. Uh, Chris Manzo 8, as usual, nothing changed there. How do you on this show was a mistake. Here's my thought. I just had an idea, but I forgot it. The dating life in general should have just straight up contracts. It should be like sports. What's up, everybody? Dear Albie, here we are. The Don's here. Hey. And intern Jules, who is a real person, is in the building. Hi, everyone. Mom, can you confirm intern Jules is a human being? She's in the flesh. She's sitting right next can to me. Can you confirm that she is not a made-up fictional character with a fake name? Not at all. Jules, I didn't really look you up background-wise enough, I guess, you know, before we started working together. So can you confirm that it's your real name? Yeah, it's my real name. Well, Jules is a nickname. Juliet. Juliet. Oh, it's a pretty name. Thank you. <laughs> she matches her name. She's very sweet. She's very cute, this kid. And intern oh, Jules is a, a stud. She's a rock star. Oh, thanks. She's even back at school. She's like, no, nah, I'm staying on. She's like, I'm not leaving. <laughs> she, dropped, she dropped the, cute little the, style the Wall about Street her. on us. Everything. Thank cute. you. But we had a couple things. Number one, a couple quick things to bring up. We've mentioned this on the show a couple times, and I feel like it's getting a little weird without the clarity. Intern Jules walked downstairs, and she said, hey, where did you get Alexander Hamilton's hair? <laughs> That's up to your father. Your father. That's all about daddy. You know that. So all she the weird things in this house have to do with daddy. She brought it up. Okay, and I said, hey, Jules, there's a strand of Alexander Hamilton's hair. And Dad looked at me and said, it's 10 strands. <laughs> Did he really? He, I swear to God, he said, it's 10 strands. So the he exact paid for number. 10 strands, not one. 
damn you. I mean, it's it's clearly a commodity. <laughs> you fool. It, but ten strands. I'm gonna take a picture of it, Jules. We gotta take a picture of it and throw it up on social media. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very very disturbing to see. Mm. Like, if that but was in a soup, and right. somebody said to me, "Oh." If I complain to the restaurant, there's a hair in my soup, and they said that's Alexander Hamilton's well, hair. Let's let's be clear about it. It's in a frame. It's documented. It's got paperwork to go with it. It's I guess a piece of history for him. Do they? He describe... loves Alexander Hamilton. Yes, he does. So, um, you know, uh, pioneer and Patterson and all that kind of stuff. I believe. So, you know, he's got a little something. He feels an affinity to Alexander Hamilton. God bless him. Plus, okay. he died in a duel. How cool is that? Yeah, but then then did somebody looking to, you know, make money hundreds of years later run up and just start cutting his hair and saying, hey, listen, bag this? Like, where did the hair come from? I don't know. I don't want to think about it either. I've got a lot of questions about the mm-hmm. hair mm-hmm. because it had to have come from somewhere. Right. And you couldn't, like, vacuum seal that stuff back in the day. Right. How do you know it's his hair? Uh, it is certified, so it has to be some sort of, uh, you know— history somewhere you're only hitting me with more stuff that means there's a hair certification company well no no that means like something like let's say abraham lincoln if you go into uh, washington dc you'll and they have the theater you go into the theater and they have a whole display and this is a pillow where he died and you see the blood stains on the pillow all that shit is crazy so it's it all i put that all in the same category Where'd you get it? Why'd you save it? It's history, I suppose. Uh, can we assume that that hair was cut from his head when he died? Don't know. Post-duel. Don't know. Which, what a cold bastard you had to be. Right. Like, no, 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 people are going to want to buy this. Or you have a really true entrepreneurial spirit, one or the other. <laughs> You're a hustler. You're a hustler. A revolutionary hustler. Yeah. It's pretty big. Yeah. Anyway, nice to have you. Thanks. Um, a number of things. First of all, you know, there was the big debate if Juliet was a real person or not. She still has yet to meet Chris and Lauren. Right. Um, your daughter has a filthy mouth. Filthy mouth. I don't know if you listened to the last show. I did. I don't know fully. First of all, we obviously missed Chris on. And it was funny. I was listening to the show with Jules, and I could see it in her face how much more she likes the show with Chris on it. And I think everybody else, too, which is oh, fair. It, okay? It's just a much it, – it's it's a more well, fun he, show. Chris brings supposed a little to something to the table. You, know, you all do. You know, Lauren certainly has a filthy mouth. She says very controversial things, but she says very funny things. So, um, you know, you got to take it all with a grain of salt and assume that there's an audience for that somewhere. It's definitely not her mother, for sure. It's but it's, there's an audience for that somewhere. It is. She's a wrecking ball. She really is. And her and Chris on the same show were, were a lot. We don't. We didn't even have anything to do. We, it was all over the place. We didn't have a, a question to read. Right. And it was just. It, it was, was all over. It was mayhem. Yes. Um. Could it be because they were a little buzzed? Also. <laughs> had a little buzz on. Yeah. Definitely had yeah, a little yeah, buzz yeah. on. It was I, done I, later I, in the day you know, on a Sunday, or was it Memorial Day? Uh, it was Labor a, Day. Was Labor it Labor Day? Day? Yeah. So yeah. Hmm. Could have something to do with it. Yeah, Next I don't time, know. Man. Try sober, sober hey, podcast. Wasn't me. Anyway, um, but we're happy to have you back. Thanks. Happy you have Jules here as well. So we wanted to jump into a couple of things. We've got some new, um, some updates for you guys as well. Things we're gonna be doing. Episodes we're putting together. Um, but we actually have one of my favorite things is when people hit us with the updates mm-hmm. after we've read their questions. And recently, oh, recently we went in pretty hard uh, on the episode with me, you, and dad on the person that wrote in when she was talking about her boyfriend having pictures up of his ex-wife. Yes. So for those of you that don't remember, 
somebody wrote in basically saying that she's dating a guy that was recently divorced and he still had been tagged in pictures from his wedding and it was on his Facebook. So she actually hit us up with an update after we, we you know, we hit her pretty hard. Okay. Totally a champ. It's fair. It's fair. She's allowed. Episode 38. Episode 38, the Don and Dad show. Mm. They should listen to it. Yeah. They wrote in. It's very good. Uh, Dear Albie, thank you, the Don and your dad for the advice. My question brought up an interesting conversation that was highly entertaining to listen to. I love your analogy about keeping the pictures in the frames on the fridge after a breakup. That was my thought process when writing the initial email. Why keep photos of someone and have a constant reminder if the end of the relationship was not amicable? I agree with the Don that I need to chill out and wanted to provide you with an update. Things have been progressively getting more serious between us, and I felt comfortable enough to discuss the situation with my boyfriend. He said he kept the pictures on his social media because deleting years' worth of photos is too time-consuming. That's a lie. He already deleted anything he's posted in the past, and the most recent tagged post is from over a year ago. However, if it bothers me and makes me feel uncomfortable, he'll take the time to untag himself from each picture. To clarify, these were all pictures posted by the ex-wife when they were still together. They have no contact now, and as as much as I appreciate your dad, I am not taking his advice to break up with him. This fish is too good to throw back into the sea. Thanks for the words of wisdom. The Manzo family holds a special place in my heart. Love wisdom from Fort Lauderdale. Look, that makes me happy. She listened. She understood. She got it. Because when you're emotionally involved in something, sometimes you lack clarity. And sometimes you need somebody that's not emotionally involved to say, hey, listen. So he proved to me that he cares about her by taking some things down. I have news for you. If someone were to say to me, Caroline, go into your Instagram or your Facebook and start deleting things, you know what I'm going to say? No. Well, I mean, first I'm of all, say no. Jules, do you buy that, that untagging is too time consuming? It's just a pain in the ass. Yeah. And the, the past is the past, yeah. you know? And if someone were to be with me, they have to accept my past. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that they should care too much about that. See, I don't think he means that when he says it's too time consuming. Now, I think it's a white lie. I think it is petty to him. I would probably think to him, like, if I untagged myself for pictures I was tagged in from a wedding, okay, divorce, no divorce. It's like a girl thing. It's like a girl thing. Stop. I think that for me to do that in nowhere would be petty. Mm. The only other thing that you can do, if it's really that bad, when I've done this, is you just block that person. That's it. It's done. Everything automatically goes away. Now, if it's not there, you know, it's just kind of like... You know, I, I'm still with him on this. Like, he shouldn't necessarily have to do that. The more time that goes by, the more pictures that you post, the further along the line that, that goes, you know, and, and you don't see it as much. However. You can't erase history, Al. It is what it is. If they were to get engaged, I would be all in on her saying, yo, the, that's got to go. Because eh, if my family. Ago, who cares? Well, I'll tell you why. If her family's going to go on his Facebook and all that stuff and scrolls down and there he is in a white dress with somebody else. Well, he's not wearing a white dress. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Then. I look at that and say, listen, how often you know, does this guy post? That's the other question. How far back do you need to scroll? Do you have that much time to scroll? Then there's something wrong with you. All right. Well, also, he deleted the pictures that he has. Right. With her. So, so I, good I, for I, them. I'm, I'm with him on that. I'm with you. Uh, guess what? God bless, guys. Good but, for you, too. Yeah, she's, um, it's too good to throw him <laughs> back in the sea. Yeah, Jules. Well, let me throw this at you. How, what would you do if you were in, I've, I've been put in this situation before, you met someone. Mm-hmm exchange instagrams you look at their instagram and almost all their photos like eight out of ten of their photos are with 
a girl or with a significant other and it's like the recent post was like a month ago how would you feel like you're interested in this person they're obviously interested in you they owe you nothing uh, that's not the question. At this point in the game, no, 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 how but, would but you feel? Is, I'd no. feel like, hmm. No, but she's not know? saying, well, you're not saying that, you know, you're, you're in a relationship with this person already. You're just interested in them. Okay. Yeah. From my perspective, if I see that, you keep an eye on it and you assume that that's something that's still mm-hmm. going. At best case scenario, this is somebody a month removed, maximum. I'm talking like they put their phone down after they took that picture and he was like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. They're a month removed, max, from a relationship. Right. And because of that, like, you don't know if you want to emotionally invest in that person because are you the person that, like, you know, is following up something that was super serious? You don't know if they're going to try and get back together. You know how that mm-hmm. stuff goes. You don't want to be on the, you know, Right, the but at, the, at that point, there's interest. Oh, he's a nice guy. He's kind of cute. I'd like to see, you know, if we could go on a date or if it progresses or whatever from there. At that point in the game, it's just you're fishing. When you're fishing, you they nobody owes anybody anything. Mm-hmm. All right? So I, I, I don't see a problem with the only thing I would say is if he's if there's a different girl every minute, then you say, wait a minute, is he a little bit of a player, this guy? Mm-hmm. So and that's only you, you have to do some recon work. That's all and see what he's about. Well, it almost makes it a lot easier now. You know what I mean? Then forever ago where you had to kind of assume if people were hanging out. But right. I mean, like it really depends on what happens afterwards. I mean, if this person's saying to you that they're single and everything, you know what I mean? Like yeah. then, you know, you just watch are they still commenting back and forth type of thing because you don't want to get caught up. But like it doesn't to me, it it comes down to just being like super clear. Right. If you're down to have a good time, see where things go and you don't, it doesn't really bother you either way. Mm -hmm. And you're just getting to know each other. You can have the mindset that you're describing. And then also, also you also have to take everything with a grain of salt because I do believe that Instagram is a uh, or social media, uh, more often than not, it is what people um, want you to see of their life that may not be their complete life and what what they're really all about. It's the uh, as, as I always say when somebody new comes along, you know, very nice. You just met the representative, so wait a few months and see what the real person is. So when you're looking at Instagram, you're looking at pretty much somebody's. I'm gonna say representative for the young kids because this is what I want you to think I am. Most of the time. Not all the time, but most of the time. Yeah, but to Juliet's point, though, like, if that's what you're putting out there, then right. you did that because you wanted everybody to see it, which clearly means there was some type of connection there that made you want to do that. So if you are the new person coming into that. Or you had a great shirt on, shirt on your hair looked good. Let's come on. Let's yeah, face not, it. Lots of times. Look, it all depends. It all well, depends, you know what? I, I guess, look but... really good today. Let me post this. That's why all my Instagrams are food because I never look good. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. That's just me. I think I think we put too much stock into social media and and uh, the assumption that the person behind that that wall of photos is who you're looking at. I I am the old fashioned type that believes in conversation and dates and talking and getting to know someone on a level that's much more personal than social media. It's a risk we take, but that's a risk that's well worth taking. Yeah. Okay. You're the old fashioned type, and your advice is uh, dog shit. Okay. Terrible old fashioned dog shit advice. Well, you know what's called real life. (laughs) It's called real life. Just me. What do you What do you think, Jules? Where Where are you at on this? Well, no, I agree with your mom where I'm the type too. I want an intellectual conversation. I hate when I meet someone and it's not like, what's your number? It's what's your Snapchat? 
Like, I don't know. I hate that. I feel like it's I, more informal, and that's why people go that direction. How many relationships have I seen firsthand go to hell because someone liked a photo? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? She liked this guy's photo. What the f- I, I got to be honest. I don't look, look, I don't think it's always as simple as a like, but here's the way I look at it, right? The action of itself, we kind of got into this a little bit with you and dad last time. The action in and of itself is kind of benign. doesn't seem like a big deal, okay? The intention behind it and the messaging behind it, okay, is where I think so it's, it's a So it's a thing. whole other sub I'll tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Is this what we're talking I'm about? Gonna, this is my theory behind it. It's acknowledging somebody, okay, in a way that, you know, it all depends. If you say, oh, I just got a promotion. Is it like poking on Facebook? No, not exactly that. So I'll give you an example, okay? You put a story up on Instagram, right? When I'm looking at people's stories, I'm just scrolling through. I'm scrolling through, whatever, okay? Jules, when you post a story, when somebody else looks at it, you're like, oh, my God, they're checking me out. Like that's, subconsciously, <laughs> I feel like that's how you feel Like when it's on your own stuff. Like you're like, I'm just bored and I'm trying to get entertained. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, man, like, you know, they're, they're totally into me. They're, they're totally keeping up. They're stalking my shit. <laughs> that's how it feels. And a lot of the time when people are out there on social and you comment on, on a post and they like your comment, okay, that doesn't seem like a big deal. But if the comment is, you look great or hope to see you and you like that, that says to a guy, okay, I have a shot with this person, like subliminally, whatever it is. I am being rewarded for my behavior in hitting them up. So what am I going to do? I'm going to do it more. That's always been my thought process and philosophy behind it because that is just kind of like, it's like years ago walking through the high school hallway saying hi to somebody and then them smiling back and saying hi. Like, it's the unspoken language that makes you think that there is a layer there that could potentially be more than it is. So that is just, now, is that every single interaction? I don't think so. But I do think that there's something to that. I don't know. But isn't there truth to the to the theory that um, when you text someone, let's say you, you're having a conversation in text or you're having an argument via text, something like that, they always say there's so much that gets lost in translation because it's not spoken to. In front yeah, of. but that's that's isn't connotation. No, it's not even close to the same context. It, it, it's, it's connotation that happens in text where things get lost in translation because you could say, you know, um, how's your day? And it's a difference between, oh, it was fine, and it was fine. Like, there's a huge difference between the two, okay? On an Instagram thing, it's very cut and dry because your response options after you've been hit up or put something out there are the same. The same thing that, the same picture that, you know, your cousin likes is the same picture that some friend of yours likes that might actually be interested for whatever reason. Everybody's different, you know? But when you're younger, I feel like it takes a little bit of a different shape. Am I making sense, Jules? No, I'm, I get it because people are, my age, they are so invested in social media and do pay attention to those things. And I, I agree with you, that with your mom, that we, we, it's, it's annoying when you think about it. It's like we do invest ourselves so much in it. But then, like, if you don't get invested in it, then you can't help but think, like, but wait, that, that could mean something. And then if you don't pay attention to it, it's almost like you're behind you're behind. Yeah, but then if you allow you get uh, you allow yourself to get into a head trip over it, how many lost opportunities are there because you couldn't go and say hello to a person, you know, and you couldn't oh, have sure. a conversation with somebody? Well, it's so an you easier have, way to you have you. It gives you a false a false sense of bravado to say, "Well, I could talk," and it also at the same time it screws you up too because you're making assumptions over something that's written 
rather than spoken and 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 one-on-one contact versus something you're reading which can be taken completely different like me i am the queen of one word answers queen (laughs) all right and i get I often get people say, "Oh, you're so cold." And everything. No, I'm just. A, I'm. I'm very. Yeah, cool, great, love, awesome. I don't know. I, I am just, the queen I, of look, look. that. They can be taken so wrong, like, and I'll be like, "Love," but I really love it. You know what? But I'll be just love, cool, like, <laughs> great. You know. But I mean, great. But it's just like, well, she said it was great. So that's what I'm saying. It's a dangerous thing. What's up, guys? Before we get back into the Dear Albie action, I want to tell you about our first sponsor. MyBookie.com. MyBookie is the place to bet football every weekend. Uh, I would only recommend a service to my listeners. It's proven. You guys know that. That's why MyBookie is always the right place to play. You bet, you win, they pay. That's it. MyBookie has live in-game betting on every NFL game. They've got the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet on the over-under and how many fantasy points a player will score on each game, which you guys know I've talked about before. That's kind of my thing. Uh, there's up to 1,000 first deposit bonuses. You double your first deposit. You use promo code ALBI to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use the promo code ALBI, A-L-B-I-E, when creating your account to claim the bonus. You bet, you win, you get paid. This is a big moment for us, guys. This is uh, pretty cool. We actually have a sponsor for the first time ever that says everything about you guys listening every week. You guys know I, I didn't think this was going to go for a long time, and now the fact that people are actually using this as a platform to advertise is a big deal to me. It says everything about you guys and your support for us. We don't take it for granted. You guys are the best. Thank you so much. And let's get back to the show. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just telling you. That Dangerous to me may is, be a little extreme. That to me is like, like a little bit of a, it's a little bit of an unwritten language at times. It's just my theory. I'm just saying. Well, to all you young kids out there. Take it from an old lady. Let me <laughs> look, talk to look, each Jules, other. Jules, if you posted a picture, right, mm-hmm. and 20 <laughs> people said, you look great in this picture, okay, do you, and are you the type of person anyway that likes every single comment anyway, no matter what it is, or are you going to like the ones from somebody that, like, you actually like what they said? You know what I mean? No, I'll like every comment that someone... Let me ask you a question. You're on Instagram. You're scrolling through. You haven't been on in about six, seven hours. You got 20 new things. Do you just hit like, 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 like just because you feel you have to? You read them first. The comments on my own post, I do read and I like acknowledge that the person comments because I don't want them to think like... All right. Sure. All right. Here's a great great thing. All right. It's my birthday a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, Somebody said... Did so-and-so wish you a happy birthday? You know, I didn't get a call. I didn't get a th- text. I'm cool with text. It's fine. Did you look on Instagram? It's like, wow. Like It's true, though. It's like life. Instagram has become life. No, like, they could wish you a happy birthday on, on Instagram. Instagram. And yeah. you know what? No, I did it on Instagram. And a lot of times, even with, with my old life in housewife land and things like that, um, things will happen to some of the ladies or Andy and things like that. And the... Uh, well, did Caroline congratulate Andy on his son, his son, or on his baby? Not on Instagram, I didn't, but I did text him, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. Or if a housewife, something great happens to a housewife, or Kathy Wachilli, her daughter was just engaged, I didn't put on Instagram. Congratulations, Kathy. You know what an exciting time for you. I believe in person-to-person contact via Instagram. Yeah, that, instead, but, instead of that, Instagram, that can happen. But where I'm trying to go with Jules, though is if you read the comments, right, and you don't know somebody, mm-hmm. and 
they say, hey, great post or hey, you look great here. Mm-hmm. You're probably not going to like that. I mean, do you like that comment too? If I don't know the person? Yeah. I mean, I'll like it. It all depends, but you'll like look at it. Maybe you'll check the thing out first, whatever. It's listen. It's just another area of communication. Yeah, it's it's a way to reach out. But you can't put so much stock into it. My point is, if you like a comment like that, what it does is reward the communication. There's going to be more of it. So to me, if she's sitting here, the girl that wrote in, okay, and saying he still has pictures up, or they're still going back and forth, or you know. As you said, there's a guy with the girl, you know, that that he was dating, whatever, and they're a month behind. Mm-hmm. If they're doing things that encourage them to keep hitting them up or allowing them to have a sense of like, there's another layer to this whole thing because I'll bring up something that makes me kind of express that I've got a little bit of interest and you're rewarding that and you're making it, you know, kind of almost like you're bringing it up to make it happen more. Okay. I look at that and I say to myself, you know, there's a little issue with that slippery slope man go it's a very slippery slope Here you go you got this guy that's who really has no girlfriend is free to do whatever he chooses right and you've got a young girl that's looking at his page assuming things about him based on that so who's right then is the guy wrong for doing what he's doing or is the girl wrong for just thinking what she's thinking where's the happy medium the happy medium is just like chill the hell out relax don't put so much stock in it. Hey, meet the person, talk to them. I, I, I'm, I, I agree. I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying don't. I'm just saying keep it in the back of your head. Yeah, Solve like that. I couldn't help but notice that, and now it's like I almost wish I didn't look at your Instagram. Yeah, I wish, right. You know, just had more of a conversation because now that's mm. in the back of my head, and you can't help but think like, well, what, why is that like a month ago? Why are there? Because like- he's allowed to live. It's called living. It's called no, life. You're right. Yeah, but like, would you rather not know and then would you maybe rather talk a guy that hasn't months? talked to a girl in twelve years and doesn't know what the hell to do? He has no game. No, of course not. No so, game. You know what I mean? He's got no game. <laughs> so let, let him live. Let me live. Let them live. It's allowed. Yeah, uh, whatever. We're gonna move on. Okay. We're gonna bring him back. We're gonna do a dear Abby. Go. So we've got an old one here. Uh, dear Abby, were you looking for this the other day? I was. Mm-hmm. What's there it doing here? I can ask you the question. Uh, actually, I wasn't looking for this. This is not the one I was looking for. Okay. Um, dear Abby, my wife and I raised two children: a son who is a successful doctor and a daughter who is a multi post grad botanist. We are seventy two now and moderately failing health and very successful ourselves. Our children we raised properly. We gave them all they would ever need to succeed and be happy. However, neither one is particularly interested in a loving relationship with us. Holidays together are strained. Frankly, I'm quite sick of them both. They are inconsiderate, insensitive, and standoffish. We make no demands on either of them and never impose ourselves in any way. They never invite us to anything. We want to move away and disappear. What do you think? Enough already in California. There's so many unanswered questions here. I feel like she's a little bit of a... She's a handful, and she doesn't see it that way. You know, I'm sick of them both. They're inconsiderate, insensitive, standoffish. You know that's energy that those kids are probably picking up. Do you and know that's what's like, weird about that, that? That that sentence, okay? It sounds very. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's uh, there's no warmth to it. It doesn't sound like it's coming from a mother's heart. Yeah, I'm hurt. Why are they doing this? It sounds very um, cut and dry. Very, you know. 
almost like it's a textbook thing. And you know what? I feel like that my children should be, you know, uh, aware of my feelings and they should come with an apple pie and a smile on their yeah, face. Yeah, sound like an ass. You know, instead of, you know, why don't my kids want to be with me? What, what happened? Where's the disconnect? I'm not feeling that warmth out of her. I'm feeling very, very just cut and dry, very business. I'm getting a very business-like feel. Transactional. Yes. Yeah, mm. expectation. Here's yes. how you should act. Yes. Yeah, Textbook kind of thing. What do you think, Jules? I know, I agree. I think there's obviously something going on that she's not stating, and maybe there's a reason why she's not saying it. Like, you don't know how she treats her kids. You don't know what they're really thinking. I'd love to hear their thoughts on the situation. And they could be assholes. We don't know. You know why? <laughs> because I don't have enough information. Mm-hmm. I have a very clipped, a very clipped in your face business like letter. I don't have warmth coming from the letter. So I don't know. I don't I can't I can't speak to that because I'd be speaking out of turn. Would you like to hear what Abby said? Go. Dear enough, people can disappear without physically moving away, as your children have already demonstrated. Have you tried asking them why they're so distant? Unless you do, nothing will change. Because holidays are strained, celebrate with those who appreciate you and whose company you enjoy. You know what? I kind of, I'm a big believer in that as I get older. That like, family really becomes like, to an extent, almost like a choice instead of an obligation type of thing. And you have a lot of fun when you extend that to friends and whatever. And holidays for us have always been really kind of almost like, kind of weird because you know the brownstone's always busy on those days so we've always kind of like thanksgiving is always just us and whatever friends we get together you know so i don't know i mean i'm not i'm not the type of person that like i feel like you should i don't like a sense of obligation i want to be where i want to be right so i was talking to somebody recently about like getting married and stuff like like uh my personal wedding what i thought of it how big i would want that wedding right and I've always said I wanted a smaller wedding because, number one, we grew up in a massive catering hall and all that other stuff. But, like, I do really believe that outside of just wanting to see something super different and experience something different and smaller and more intimate and all that stuff and making it more about the relationship, I only really want people there that are, like, really, really involved in my life. And while I'm sure I could scrounge up 500 people to invite to a wedding, like – that's it becomes not, a job. It becomes yeah, a job. like that's not that's not what it's for. Like I don't. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? It makes total sense. But also, uh, you know, going back to this woman's letter, again, I can't answer intelligently. It wouldn't be fair to answer her letter because we don't have enough information. I'm only go- judging by the way it sounds. Very clipped. Very businesslike. Um, and that could just be, you know, her way of speaking. We don't know what the relationship is that led to this. So we can't answer that question. I will say, however, you I, I do agree with you as you get older and as you've gone through life experiences and you've, um, you know, had relationships um, sometimes, you know, your entire life, sometimes they do go awry and sometimes you have to do what's best for all those involved. And it's not the end of the world to cut the cord. Uh, as long as you know in your heart and your mind you did the best you can do mm. with it. And so I have no um, negative uh, feelings towards towards her if that's if that's something, you know, in her life that she's tried and she just doesn't understand it. You never know where her kids are coming from. Again, mm. not enough information. But things happen in relationships and just because um, you don't you don't choose your family. They're, they're there and you have to navigate those waters. And sometimes you swim, sometimes you sink. Mm-hmm. 
And you just got to go with it. Speaking of swimmer sink, uh, we have a mama in Massachusetts that hit us up uh, specifically for the Don. We've had a couple things bring bring a couple things around this topic come up, um, you know, ever since I, uh, you know, went through this whole thing on TV. We get a lot of stuff like this. But dear Albie, I'm hoping you can read this while your mom is on. I'd love her insight. After watching you all on TV and listening, I learned you have learning differences. My son has ADHD, and even with medication, he still struggles at times. What advice can you give me to help build his confidence in himself and his abilities? It breaks my heart that he is different than his peers, and that causes them to not always enjoy being around him, and he doesn't have too many friends. Looking back, what do you wish you had done differently to help them educationally and socially? Thank you so much. I love your family, especially your mom, mom in Massachusetts. Um... I have no regrets, really, with with the way Daddy and I raised you, uh, ed- educationally and socially. Um, well, I don't think like here's here's my problem with all that. Okay, I don't recall, and maybe you guys do, a moment where you guys would look at the three of us and be like, "Oh, there might be learning issues with all of this stuff here." I mean, maybe there was, but I feel like that was more of a thing that was told after tests and stuff. It was told to us when we moved from one town to another. Yeah, right. Yeah. So now that could be the result of a ton of different things. Like, you know, the way one town educates versus another one could be at different speeds. There's a million different things. But my point is, these are things that it's not like I had, you know, two left feet. And I knew that, like, there was not a right foot. So running would be a bad call. Like, it's literally somebody that pulls you into the room and says, this is what your issue is. Now, I don't know how severe the ADHD stuff is with this guy. Personally, I never felt that much different or thought I had a reading problem or anything until somebody was like, hey, man, guess what you've got? Like, I just kind of thought I didn't like it. Well, you you were frustrated, you know, doing homework, things like that. But you probably thought you were frustrated doing homework because you don't want to do homework. Yeah, right. But, like, here's right. the weird thing about that, though. Like, in a weird way, there's a level of that that was almost like ignorance is bliss. Because then it became like, oh, I get to blame this on something. Mm. You know what I mean? Oh, I should be getting more time on tests. So, like, you know, that stuff makes sense, okay, if it's going to level the playing field and all that other all that other stuff. But I feel like not everybody has that attitude that, like, I kind of took into it. Some of, uh, some people were like, not nope, sorry, like, this just is not something I could do. And they let the idea of what it is completely debilitate them worse. Well, do you remember? Do you remember when you were in um, high school and we met? with the counselors about your college choices, what they told you. I thought it was nuts. But what's funny about that is, like, I I just tried to, you know, we often, even when we were applying to college, we would always say interview. Like, I always tried to play to the strength. That right. was always something I knew I could Right, and could that, do. That, that's the advice to this mom. Um, just to reiterate, when Albie was going, applying to colleges, and we had to meet with the counselors, and Albie wasn't, he wasn't a bad student. He was A's, B's, and C's, you know. And a struggle, you know, um, but he, he did what he had to do. All three of the kids were were uh, diagnosed, and they all handled it differently. Um, but um, I'll never forget, we were sitting in the, in the counselor's office, and we said, well, what schools do you want to go to? And he said, well, I'd like to go to University of Miami. I'd like to go to Fordham University, to name a few. And the counselor just looked at him, and she said, Albie, um, your father runs a very successful business. Um, these schools are a reach for you, and if you do get in, you will never get through them. And why don't you consider going to community college 
and then go working for your father. Should have recommended a community law school, but I mean, right. outside of that. And I remember, <laughs> I thought my head was going to explode. I sat there, and I really, it took, I'll never forget the feeling. I wanted to get up and literally punch her in her face. And I just looked, and I said, thank you for your time. I said, we're done. Yeah. The meeting's over. Oh my god. And we got gosh. up and we walked out and do you remember we got in the car and I just went ape shit. I went crazy. Yeah, no, but like you know, I went here, crazy. here was my thing always, right? Like that stuff from you guys, okay, as advice to her is really good cuz hearing that from you guys was very encouraging cuz you say to yourself like all right, you know, there's cl- clearly not everybody senior in my life feels that way, which is good. And it makes you do what you want to do. At the same time, there really wasn't any issues like on a friend sense that she seems to be worried about here. I think it's just about making them feel like this isn't like it, it, you're you're still you and you is a good thing and you know you're still normal in a million respects including that one in, in Listen, my you opinion. You learn differently. It's not like you can't learn, all right? You learn differently you may learn at a slower pace you may have to be challenged and 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 go about it a different way it doesn't mean you're not going to learn all right that has been proven all right and proof is is he when when he applied to colleges we said to him on paper you're not going to make it they need to meet you you need to sit in front of them and you need to be you and you need to talk to them and that's how he, he got in by going and talking to people mm-hmm. and, and expressing himself and saying, well, you know what? This kid has passion. This kid has heart. This kid is motivated. This kid's going to make it. And it was a struggle. Make, make no mistake. It was a struggle. Yeah, it wasn't easy. Uh, it, was it, time, it, it wasn't easy. <clears throat> but he, I'll never forget. And some one of your girlfriends took the picture that I, I like. Hey, out, out there, girlfriend, one of you, whenever. There was the <laughs> picture of Albie that was a gorgeous photo of you getting your diploma from Fordham University, you had the biggest smile on your face and you were getting the hand, it was in my kitchen, a gorgeous eight by 10 that one day just disappeared. I can't tell you who you, took you're, it. You got a I live face God, right now I on. I swear to God. Somebody's I, got it. I swear to God. Send it back because <laughs> How about you, this? whoever I didn't it is, even you didn't know, marry I didn't, even know, I didn't even know it was a thing. Oh yeah, my favorite picture in the world, gone. So anyway, that for me was an unbelievable moment because he proved everyone wrong. It wasn't easy for us, for our children, it always was, give me the best you can be. Mm-hmm. And I've said the story many, many times. If they were struggling um, for a math test, for a reading test, for a report, and they tried their best, and they studied hard, and they came home with a D from that test, we celebrated. It was a party. Mm-hmm. If you didn't try and you came home with a D, you got your ass kicked. Yeah. There's a difference, all right? It always was a celebration, no matter anything they did that was a triumph for them, no matter how big or small, it was celebrated. And when they were climbing that mountain, you were right there with them, encouraging, encouraging. And when they fell down, they they pick them up, okay? And that's basically all you could do as a parent. Vintage Don. Very different show than when Lauren and Chris were on, Mm. you know? Um, do you want me to start swearing and being completely vulgar? No, no, no. We didn't bring up any... uh, I have a question. Did she say... What what was that last part? Was it she asking how to m- make him feel? Yeah, inclusive and, 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 and yeah. Well, what, what do you wish you have done differently to help them educationally and socially? And honestly, like, I think mom's answer ultimately was nothing. You know what I mean? Like, I think she did it the way. And, and listen, they got to fall down. 
because they got to be able to get back on their own two feet on their own as well. And a lot of times we made them fall down knowing that they were going to fall, you know, you know, in, in, you know, theoretically fall down. Um, and lots of times we knew they were making mistakes and we let them make the mistakes and we watched them make the mistakes and we watched them pick themselves up and dust, dust themselves off because we're not going to be alive forever. Mm -hmm. So that was just in building character and building, uh, building grit and determination in all three of them. And it's a different world than it is today where it's, you know, you got, we taught them to be survivors and, and, and uh, take whatever comes to you and, and, and make the best of it. So this show is all over the map. I also think that she should she should try and help him find that thing that he's really good at that he loves to do, and you can tell from what he, when he's doing it that it makes him feel and celebrate and alive. it, celebrate it, yeah. celebrate the little things because mm -hmm. for him they are that 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 saying the little things are the big things, and that it's those little building blocks that build confidence and build character and let them know it's okay. To be different. Well, you're you're different. That's the big thing. You're, you're also put into a category different because of the standards that were put together. That right. like you know they're not God they don't matter standards. Anymore. They don't matter. But anymore. Uh, but beyond that, look, there's not a single human being on the planet that when I started working the way I work now, like my job, right? Like which I have. You have a job, yeah, Al? Yeah, it's crazy. Wow, um, <laughs> good for you. <laughs> you know that I built, you know, like like little by little, like different opportunities. My my stuff, right? That didn't tell me I was out of my mind. That wasn't like you can't do a million different things at once. You got to get focused. You got to do this. You got to do that. Well, I know that in a weird way, I like to work and I like to put a lot of hours in and do all that stuff. But doing that on one thing bugs me out. So having a million different things to do is actually, yeah, like it kind of plays into that. Right. So that's you know your, I mean? that's how you found that to work for right. you. Right. But everybody, right. when even that happened, everybody was like, no, you're nuts. Now, look. You know, the jury's still out. I'm not trying to say, like, I'm, I'm at the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. But my point is, it works for me. To Jules' point, he's got to just find what works for him. Right. And when somebody else says, oh, hey, that's not how it should be, well, it doesn't really matter. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Did, but, you, did you want to take that picture of him graduating from Fordham and send it to the guidance counselor? You still have it. Al, it's gone. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you took it. No, it was in a frame in the kitchen, and it well, made you got me it printed, so happy. My point. my point is you got it printed. Clearly got it printed, so you got to find it's out where the it is. Best photo in the world. Don't know where it is. Thank you, whoever took it. It was just <laughs> there one day and gone the next. In a frame. You're looking at me like you gave it to somebody. No, I swear to God, why would I give a frame photo know. to somebody I of don't myself know. in college? Like that doesn't make any sense. I'm laughing because it's very. I mean, it's very sad. But I remember the picture. Because makes me so sad. I'll tell you why it makes me sad. The guy whose hand I was shaking. I'm pretty sure he's dead now. Oh, see, it was an amazing photo. Really sad. He was a good guy. You're, you're, you're the beam on your face was, and then another great photo that's MIA is when you're all throwing your caps up in the air and it says Fordham School of Business and it's you and it's Vito and it's all and yeah, it's Joey it's all, and I see your face in that no, thousand no, you don't. like you're you know, a liar because I'm not in there yes, you, you can't are. see it my, my face is blocked by a hat well that's what I'm saying I see all your buddies are right there and I know you're there in that oh why because they're all they're, oh because I'm next to the one wearing yeah. cap and gown yeah, 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 so. yeah we're all wearing caps and gowns well no Al find the picture you'll know I'll what find I mean the picture. and that bothers me too okay guess well, I don't know I don't know where they are it's all right I'm just his mother that's okay we're on a goose chase mm. well big stuff um the one year anniversary show is coming up wow time flies uh if you look on iTunes it'll say September we actually I go with when I announced it I was embarrassed to announce this show that's I took our a problem. month we're very humble like I that. took a month and we, we announced on October 2nd 
So throw us some ideas of, of who you guys want to hear from on the one-year anniversary show. I'd love to get Marcus and Alex and Chris and everybody in the same room again, um, Nando and all the guys. I think that's what, that's the call. That's the call. You heard it here first. That is the call. So we'll see. We're going to take a look at it. And do a recap. But hey, dear Albie Mailbag at gmail.com. Hit us up on the gram. Facebook. Facebook. The book. Skype. Don't like too Skype. Much. We've got now, the so number. Nice, you, go, I, you do say like now. Like. Even though sometimes it's bad to like. <laughs> no, it's great to like. On that <laughs> on that one, on it's that great, to, great like. to like. We want you guys to. Okay. We want to feel All hit All likes on. on in. On that one, we do. In comments. Yes, please. You guys are the best. We'll catch you later. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.